Hello and welcome, welcome back, back to, to Real, Real Presence, Presence Radio. Live. I'm, I'm Emily Leedham. And I am I'm Emily Leedham. We have had an this awesome morning Falls, South with South so many great, great guests. If you miss any single so far, one this of them, might be one of my favorite podcast form morning. I shouldn't say that because every time we're on together, it's just like Darwin said. But this might be one of my favorite mornings we've ever hosted Real Presence Live. We've just had excellent guests and yeah, our really a lot of interesting. I'm singing for me. I like a lot of personal interest questions. So we just have Father Paul right Travis and, and Kelly Benson. Travis and Kelly, uh, welcome a, to Real Presence Live. Segment Thank you. To well, you guys to this current segment Good to be back. Now. Tell this us a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself. Many, many okay, so great we priests are married, like Father Paul Rutten, who model and guide us to a closer relationship with Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit to our Heavenly Father. So we want to honor them as our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts. graduated. Business. Let us yes, know who you'd like one. to honor, and, and each week we will together. draw a name, oh, share nice. who the winner is, are they get room together? find out why yeah. this particular no. priest was <laughs> not no. in the No. They're two years apart, we get to honor Father Jared Cadley, who's the pastor of St. Benedict Parish in Wild Rice, North Dakota. Wild Rice, I love that. Me too. It's the name of the town. That's so wonderful. So today's honor of Father segment, by the way, is really brought to you by, in partnership with this child is with South Dakota. It's a family-owned business that encourages you to but, take a moment um, to offer all your prayers for and works to God, years, uh, which is such a beautiful. Uh, I love when you have family businesses that just have a real mission, uh, and they can be reached online at northernhills.org. Private practice could mean a lot of things. Oh yeah, I'm not a doctor. Kathy nominated Father Jared by saying that Father Jared is the most patient, loving priest I have ever met. We both. I've sat on committees with him. God bless you. At the parish, I'm anti. We talked about no, wounds earlier, Father Wounds, and here, this with him at the parish, and he's Dr. never Rose. raised his voice over anything so, during so a meeting or when dealing with today, catastrophe so been at the practice, church, which happens. What kind of practice, a very spiritual like, priest it's, it's that's always urging you to grow right? closer to right. Christ. What does that mean? And he is yeah. very so musically talented, too, a wonderful voice, and plays the organ beautifully. He loves the kids in our parish and actually attends conferences regarding youth ministry. He's always available to help teach our youth on Wednesday nights. Just an absolutely awesome priest. And what's that? I'd like to submit so a nomination for my priest for the Jared Cadillac from St. Benedict's Parish in the Wild so Rice. That may be he has a growing parish that adores him. He deserves uh, the best donuts. He deserves the best dot 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 donuts. Since he's been at St. Ben's, many young families have joined in our parish and very much alive. He welcomes everyone with open arms, open arms, and remembers their names. I feel I'm jealous of that, by the way. I'm feel so blessed for his spiritual direction at Ben's. The office staff are the best around and deserve a huge. Ozzy also said he has such a devotion to his his flock. His message is always on point. It's truthful and filled with love. His passion for the Lord transcends during every mass. We just love his work. Three great. Yeah, really, really testimonies to his yeah to his witness. So again, we'd like to congratulate Father being chosen to be on our stage segment. It's brought to you, like Emily said, in partnership with Northern Hills Side Farms. Once again, they're a family-owned business that encourages you to take a moment to offer all your prayers and works to God. You can find out more about them at northernhillsfarm.com. And if you would like to sponsor this segment, by the way, please call Brett at 605 3708 605-670-8333. 
That's so when the you're honor talking about having that plan in place, what does that specifically look like? Did I tell you what I was really moved that you're by? Just the, are you just talking about financial or are there other components? No. I just I've been thinking a lot about especially watching everything going on in the world and there's a whole range. So we think mostly about many of the great challenges I think of our day are a It's evolved over time, especially the last twenty or thirty years. I would say. But there's also I just so I've just been thinking a lot lately about the importance. So whether it's about paying bills, financial matters, but also healthcare. We talked a little bit about, uh, about uh, that in the first segment this morning, issue, which you can go um, back and find and on Real Presence Live. And a big issue live, in our Catholic faith um, with what Real we feel is the, the right way to be treated. Real Presence Radio. Um, you know, there with healthcare and um, end of life. But just this um, issue, this and phrase, so there are documents that are really present on, on my heart, and thinking, and what does it mean to really honor my husband that in his role as a father? And I think kind of a piece of paper you check for me as a wife. Part of that requires. Allowing where him you appoint to be someone, dad someone in the way trust, that he someone is you going to, to be dad. Before, you know, um, while you're here and um, allowing him to um, not incapacitated and talk about uh, what you're Play with the girls are, and um, get what the your living room messy because they're making that. a and fort. Kind of and so that's, this happens, that's then this you know, and, and there's part of me that's like, oh my gosh, another thing, or they're going to be this, that, or the other thing, or it's bedtime. But just giving him the space to really be dad, really struck me this year as a way that I honor him as a father you're in charge you're the one there's a common just the idea um, of honoring father um, and mother there's you know, a, a, priest, a commentator who made the point Dr. Bergwell I just heard this over the weekend the my, my wife um, shared it with so me so that's a healthcare um, power of attorney then you have a property power of attorney fathers which and is, mothers are the only creatures um, during your life if you're incapacitated who honor. can make those legal decisions in all who scripture can um, sign um, things on your behalf. Made the point. And then uh, your plan, when we talk about an estate plan, kind of the plan of what, our parents. where are my assets going to go, who is going to care for my children, so there's that's part of your we will or your trust. You we're called to love and, and put all of those elements yeah. together in but that. We're right. told and for to young couples too, only uh, two if you have minor what children, what does honor? If something tragic right. ever so happens, right? So that was the we live in a um, what's the distinction? Yeah, I, to be honest, I'm still teasing that out because this is an area, so mom and, dad are in an and maybe they'll hear this, maybe they won't. But I, I can do better, better. right? Who's I think I think especially where you're going to say my kids can do better. No, 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 perfectly. Just like mom and dad. When I as a child, you know, so I do. My kids should honor me. I'm telling them all that I'm. But how well do I honor my school decisions? very well at all, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay, I think to, trip, to, to go hold uh, them, in this activity, um, so you in, have to have in, those plants in place to respect them. Like, like, I don't know what mm-hmm. the, like, so you like uber respect your or plant. super duper respect um, or something yeah. like, to give them you know, minors, a greater respect because, in a sense, it's like an office holder, like the president or the bishop or the pope or the governor or the mayor, and you stand when dignitaries come in. In a sense, do I spiritually stand for my parents? I income. For the principal off of those mm-hmm. trusts, mm-hmm. and the trustees so, responsible yeah. for the management. And I think respect is that key word, really. And I had looked this up so on, really on Father's Day because I was I was teasing it out do. as well. Like, and what does this again, really mean to honor? And, and if you don't um, it's have that a high respect or to hold in great in great esteem. The government and and I think for government doesn't come in with the big claws and take hold of all your assets. But if you don't have a plan, I'm living this right now with my with my own. So 
children so don't coming to terms with the fact that I will likely fail them be in, so say, in my attempts at mothering, in my attempts at parenting. And so what does that look like to still have great respect even amidst the failings, the human failings of your healthcare power So you know, there's a pecking order in place if you don't make the decisions who's going to step in your shoes and make your health so on. Are you guys able to get away a little bit? Sure. For the property, not as clear. Husband, your you family, know, for your guardianship, uh, it's certainly not as Camping clear. is the so, greatest Chris, social I mean, distancing getaway um, ever. So we've really, yeah, we've really leaned into camping. We've really leaned sure. into Perhaps kind of finding that balance, though. Right. I think COVID revealed to, my, to us say, in some well, ways how much Jermaine we appreciate being home as well, where normally we're a little bit go, go, go. Let's get together with these friends or go to this thing. And we've just really leaned into being at home as well. So we're actually set up the structure of kind of every other weekend we're home and then the next weekend we'll take a little trip to go camping in our pop-up camper so or whatever you know so kind of a back and everybody forth understands. Uh, and maybe everybody attempt which is great but at least there's forth. communication we are going to do some fireworks and your yeah are probably little fireworks will actually be out in the in the black hills I think I'd rather not plan so that I don't want to have those hard conversations now that's the area that we're going to be at it's not to be shooting off that's the biggest mistake you can make that's the reality your though, husband, right? They don't parade oh, for your girls. I, so I want to tell. So right now, we will well, so not years be doing ago, a parade. What? With with you, I we I, will we some, let the Bergwalds um, go past Jeremy, our house so, uh, and throw candy in, in our driveway. That would be excellent. Uh, would you mind doing that for us? We'd be happy to do that. Yeah, your parade is probably canceled, isn't it? Oh, it's still happening. Okay, good. That's your favorite thing in the area. That would be really awkward and difficult. Right? They know how to parade. That's what you want to have happen. They know how to parade. Clear communication. So up next, we will take a look at legacy planning, planning. what so it is, no how does it apply to you. Stay and tuned you to really find out more on Real Presence Live. I'm Dr. Chris Berg. And I am Emily Lita. And we will be great. So we're we're um, talking with Travis and Kelly Benson today on Real Presence Live. I'm Chris Bergwald. I'm Emily Lita. And we're going to come back in just a little bit and continue the conversation about the importance and the value of coming up with a plan for your estate. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. I lived for the past year prior to July. I was up in McLaughlin, South Dakota, which was a a good experience and a wonderful assignment. But it was also in an area where I couldn't get any Catholic radio stations at all. And uh, in this, in July, I moved back to Rapid City, and it has become kind of the mainstay of my radio listening. I just, I'm going back and forth to work, waking up in the morning. Um, there's so many wonderful shows that come from EWTN and the other affiliates uh, that work with, you, you guys work with in Real Presence Radio. And it just, there's such a, a peacefulness about waking up um, to someone saying, let's say a prayer, or listening to the news in a way that um, doesn't sensationalize the horror that we live with sometimes in our world, but also gives you a clear understanding of, of how God is present and operative. And so, I mean, it, it just, it, it brings a, a connectedness and a cohesiveness to my life. And, and uh, I, I, I love it. I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. And I just think other people should have that privilege and that opportunity. In today's crowded higher education field, there's one university whose quality and personal care stands out from the crowd, the University of Mary. The University of Mary offers truly affordable, flexible adult education because your success is our priority. Here, you matter, and we're with you every step of the way to make sure you succeed. 
choose a university community that cares about you as a student for life. Discover us at online.umary.edu slash discovermary. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Chris Bergwald. And I am Emily Leadham. And we are visiting this morning. We have a great show today. Again, go to realpresenceradio.com to listen to any of the last, uh, well, I don't know how long, years worth of Real Presence Live. Uh, we had Brad Wilcox on at the beginning. Father Paul Rutten was in there. Darwin Wolf. Darwin Wolf, yeah. uh, And, and uh, it's been a great show. And we're ending the show today with Travis and Kelly Benson with Thompson Law talking about the importance and value of estate planning. So, we're kind of talking during the break, you know, all, all of us have kids, um, but what about for those young people or parents of young people? So again, you guys have a, just a recent high school graduate. Why should she or why should folks like you care about her having an estate plan? So we just had to bring our oldest in, Riley, and have her sign some documents. Um, <clears throat> when you're 18, as you know, maybe, or you will find out here as your kids get older, um, even at 12, they're asking them to sign things for their health care that, that it's okay for their parents to, to have information. And so we're in a, a changing world in that regard. But once you're 18, you need to name who it is that can not only have access to HIPAA that we all sign, right, can have access to your health records, but also make those decisions for you as an 18-year-old. And they're bigger risk takers generally. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one that's hiking in the mountains right now in Colorado, mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, pictures of her on, you know, taking the great pictures on the cliffs, and I have to say, you know what? Uh, oh, deep breath, Mom, deep yeah. breath. <laughs> <laughs> but the same documents are important for them, durable um, power of attorney to handle financial matters. They might not have that much, but they have something, and you want um, to say where it goes. And, um, and it can be as easy as going to your bank and putting a... Um, uh, payable on death, a POD, or sometimes they call it TOD, transfer on death. Just to, And that can be as, as simple as that. Maybe you don't need a will if they just have a bank account. Um, but the health care power of attorney is probably the most important, I would say, as an 18-year-old. Um, are your parents going to make those decisions for you? Or, you know, someone that's, if they, maybe they're in um, California at school and there's someone you trust out there that would be able to to step in in those emergency situations and make those decisions. So. Do you feel like that's helpful human formation for young people in that stage? And, and, and I think even 18 to, what, 25, where it's a big transition point. I'm sure as you're working with young people in this phase, it's probably a bit of an education for them, right? As they're coming in and signing right. documents, they're learning a bit about how the world works. I'm sure it's a good a right. formation component you know, generally. Taking those steps of being an adult. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean living in an adult world? And part right. of that is you know, having the proper legal documents in place so that if there ever is a tragic circumstance due to incapacity, and this is incapacity planning. You know, a lot of people think, well, I only plan when I die. And I only have to have a will in place when I die. But really, a lot of the circumstances are in between that time where you have capacity versus that period of time where you may have incapacity and due to an accident or a prolonged illness or whatever that may be. But, you know, and then as you go through that different phase, you know, you're graduated from college, maybe you're getting married, now you have your first child, you start accumulating assets. So then that's a different perspective, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that has different circumstances in place. And then as you have more children, you acquire more assets, um, you're always going to be looking ahead and say, right, where are my estate plan? Where's my estate plan right now? And does there need to be any adjustments to that? Mm -hmm. Because who you named as Chris, perhaps guardian 10 years ago, 
maybe they've moved away. Sure. Maybe sure. they're at a certain point in their life where they can't, it's not functional for them to take more children and under their care, but it was 10 years ago. So we always encourage our clients every three to five years, pop the hood, take out your estate plan. Wow, three to five. Yep. That comes up Absolutely. quick. It comes yep. up quick. So it's, uh, it's a review. You know, mm -hmm. and you are taking responsibility for your estate plan and seeing what circumstances in your life may have changed, you know, especially for those who have adult children or any of their children going through divorce. Okay, sadly, you know, the statistics are very high in our country, and that has ramifications. You know, do they have any children who may have special needs? And that's a different planning perspective. Are any of their children perhaps in a place where they now have addiction? Just in the last six months, I've met with clients where both sons from different families went in for knee surgery and now are addicted to pain medication. Mm. So yeah, you it's, don't, not, it's not, you know, the hard the things drugs. that you normally think of. Yeah. Sure. Right. So struggles. you really don't want to give an outright distribution to that particular child because it's not going to end up well, you yeah. know, and the parents are very concerned about gifting, uh, you know, a fourth or a third or a fifth of their estate to their child if they're dealing with drug or um, uh, alcohol addictions of any type, perhaps there's gambling addictions, all different circumstances of life come in play. So it's always important to understand where your family is and the dynamics of it. Mm -hmm. When you're talking about legacy, how is it different for kind of the young families that we were talking about earlier, where maybe my biggest, my biggest concern is who's going to take care of my littles, right? right? Mm -hmm. What's the difference in terms of legacy for a family like that, as opposed to maybe the empty nesters or grandparents? That's a great question. How but, do you differentiate? Yeah. So when, when we sit down with young families, with young children, you're like, I tithe during life. Yep. And But really, my assets are going to my children because that's where the primary need is. Yep. Some will say, yeah, well, we want something to go to the church <clears throat> or the diocese or a Catholic school or perhaps a Catholic go, radio. Catholic radio. Yeah. Yep. But their primary goal is to make sure that their kids are well provided for. The surviving spouse is well provided for. But as people go ahead in life, you know, they accumulate more assets. I love that you keep telling me I'm going to accumulate more assets, <laughs> by the way. I'm like, this is going to be really great. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, you're, you're, you're... Invest wisely, you're yes, telling me. Okay, wisely, I'm with you. wisely, let your portfolio grow. Um, <laughs> but as you get into your later stage in life, you know, you're not having the daily expenses with kids that you have. Yeah, no more and, diapers. Right, no more diapers, perhaps no more Catholic school, perhaps no more college cost. And then you have some more flexibility. So we have more conversations about charitable gifting and stewardship. You know, and how do you give to the church or perhaps a nonprofit mm -hmm. or your alma mater or another organization in your life that you have had volunteer efforts with or that has deep meaning for you? And those can have different planning opportunities, you know, mm -hmm. through different trusts, charitable remainder trust, or perhaps, a, you know, gifting a life insurance policy or an IRA to a charitable opportunity or uh, an entity at that point. We, so. We've just got a few minutes left, guys. I, I'm thinking especially of our listeners who are maybe farmers or ranchers. Right. Um, w what do you say to them about their own estate planning? In light of, I mean, Travis, you, you grew up. You're, you're, right. What's, 70, what, how's about, that sh shift? About 75% of our clients are um, agricultural-based farmers, ranchers, or own land. You know, mm -hmm. Maybe they aren't actively farming, but they own a number of, of acres. You know, and they consider it their farm, yeah. even though they're not um, out there, you know, day in, day out. Um, and so it's really important. Um, well, I think all of us want to hand on our legacy, but it, it seems to be even deeper when it's the land that's passed through generations, sometimes five generations. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, we're getting to that point, you know, where yeah. we have five generations. 
And so there are a lot of opportunities. We have what we call a legacy land trust, which a lot of farmers um, like because it has a lot of, you can name who's going to be able to run it and for how long the land. Because generally there's one child who's farming, maybe two. Um, yeah. yeah, and we have conversations, you know, treat your farm as a business. Sure. You know, and have those conversations with your children, especially if you have children who are an operator. You know, and they're reliant, especially now the margins are so thin with farming, every single acre counts. Right. So you have to make sure that you have a solid legacy succession plan with your farm set up for your farming child, especially because, you know, farmers, um, maybe they have three or four kids. One's farming, maybe one's in Omaha, one's in uh, Minneapolis, maybe one's in Sioux Falls. They're not as connected to the land as they mm -hmm. may have been, and they may not be reliant as on the land. But if it's a straight, a third, a third, a third, and one of those children want to sell, and the other child, who's the operator, is relying on every acre, can't afford to buy out their sibling, then that's a real problem. Yeah. Because now you have perhaps a partition sale where it goes before the court, and the court's going to say, we're going to sell this because one wants to sell, you can't buy out. Now it's going to open public auction, and now you've stripped off a third of your acres that you're relying on. So there's very, very important legacy planning, especially mm -hmm. for farmers and ranchers, <coughs> right. as they're going through that process and considering, how do I pass down the land? And for many people, land, there's an old saying, there's only one person who can create more land, <laughs> right? We can't. Right. Land is land. Amen. Amen. You, know, you know, one last thought I know we're running out of time is no matter what you do, open communication. With, I, I do trust administration, so I, I work with families after someone has passed away. The more open you can be about everything with the whole family, even bringing your kids in when you do your plan yes. or talking about it the better things will go as you move through your life. It's a great way to talk about a lot of issues, not just where where the financial part of your life is going to go, yeah. end and, up. And that's a great way just to sort of end because that connects to our first conversation with Brad Wilcox about the importance of communication family. and in mm -hmm. family and so right. on. So Travis Clay Benson, thanks for being here today. God yeah. bless you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. You bet. So now we're going to turn over to Eli in Fargo to find out what's coming up tomorrow on Real Presence Live. Hey, thanks, Dr. Chris. Great show today. A lot of good guests. But we've got another good one coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. It'll be hosted by Father James Gross. He'll be coming to you from the Grand Forks studio. A visit with Mary Hanbury, the Director of Catechesis at the Diocese of Fargo, about the legacy of St. Junipero Serra. And Christina Lahr of the Diocese of Fargo will talk about how the saints teach us to trade our dreams of perfection for God's. And Sister Anne Ducart of the Apostolic Sisters of St. John will tell us about her journey to the religious life. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. It's going to be tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. But before I give it back to you, just wanted to stick a plug in here, too, for Rotten Radio. That'll be coming up tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Central Time across the Real Presence Radio Network. You're not going to want to miss that great action-packed hour-long show. Rotten Radio, 7 a.m. Central, tomorrow morning. Right back to you. If you want to actually hear Father Paul talk as opposed to Father John or Joe, though, you could go back and go listen back and to listen to today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, nothing like a good jolt of ruttons in the morning right? to get you going oh, for amen. sure. Amen. Favorite component of today, Chris? Uh, first one. Really? I love Father Paul Rutten. Um, I was the one who is uh, who. Uh, Thought about maybe having him on. It was great, but Brad Wilcox and just what's going on with family life and everything. I thought it connected greatly with what the Bensons did at the end of the show. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, things connected really well. I also thought our conversation with Darwin Wolf was uh, really cool. It was n number one. It was fascinating just hearing kind of the various dimensions of of the process and of the work that he does. Uh, but then seeing his humility 
oh, yeah. in it Amen. as recognizing his part in in this creation. But he just kept saying, "I'm not, I'm not the creator." Right. You know, God's right. the creator. Amen. So, yeah, I thought that was really beautiful. I'm uh, friends with the, uh, the Wolves and the Bensons, so I'm going to be in big trouble, I think. But that's why I couldn't pick between them. So that's then you went, went with the guy with, you didn't know as well. I didn't know. Valid. Totally yeah, valid. So I thought that was fair. Yeah. Well, as, as we said, you can go back and catch any segment that you might have missed from today's show on realpresenceradio.com. Uh, they have them all available in podcasts that should be available probably by t- later today or tomorrow uh, so that you can go back and check out any of those things and be sure to catch the wonderful segments tomorrow morning and uh, Real or, uh, Rotten Radio starting us off. So thanks so much for joining us. I'm Emily Leadham. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we'll see you next time on Real Presence Live. God bless. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.